those habits and keeping yourself accountable to yourself will increase your confidence because you can trust yourself. You can't trust what's coming around the corner necessarily, but you can trust yourself that I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. 10,000 No's is a roadmap built by guests who have blazed trails, silenced critics, and overcome the odds by facing down their fears and transforming their failures into fuel. I don't care if you're young or old, healthy or sick, there is always an opportunity for growth. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a good time with their families, if they were able to be with family, um, or at least got the day off in some way, or maybe some of you went and helped at uh, the kitchen or something along those lines or did a turkey trot. If you're not in the U.S., you may have no idea what I'm talking about. You don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, last week, we talked about putting gratitude at the center of your life, and we referred to some past guests and and how they did that specifically with... Um, uh, specific sightings of it, but all of the guests will really, you know, they've really shared how gratitude is a focal point of their life. And this week, I want to do something uh, similar. We're we're going to play three quotes for you. I went through uh, the 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 guests, and I just pulled randomly three quotes from three different guests. Uh, one of them was Acacia Walker, NCAA lacrosse coach at Boston College, who has been to the championship game the last two seasons, uh, actor, comedian, Brian Callen, uh, and nutritionist and cancer survivor, Alyssa Goodman. Um, we're going we're gonna to play those quotes and, and get a feel for what they said. And then I want to talk about uh, the similarities in the themes of everything. Here they are. Just be a good human being to everyone around you. And what you give to this world, you'll get in return. And I sort of preach that to my kids, you know, in terms of smaller things like what you do on a day-to-day basis. Like, are you out there playing to score goals? Or are you out there looking to make somebody else look good? Are you trying to get the accolades? Or are you trying for the team win? There's no nothing that's worth it doesn't take forever. And I don't know anybody that I admire, whether they're extreme winners like Michael Jordan or they're, you know, even chess prodigies. I don't know anybody I admire who doesn't, who doesn't work, who, di- who didn't put in those hours of deliberate and deep practice. Don't ever give up. I mean, life can be better and you are meant to thrive. And these illnesses are not your destiny, like these cancer and autoimmune. It's not your destiny. Okay. So I I did this because, you know, I want to hear what it is that goes on and in, in the minds of the guests and, and the message of the podcast and 10,000 knows we talk about resilience and perseverance and overcoming the odds and sometimes it can feel like it's repetitive like we're saying am i just saying the same thing in different words 
every week. But what I love about hearing all these guests is that you get these different walks of life and you realize, yes, there are some basic truths that follow these people no matter what you are doing. And it reminds me, I was thinking of of this, uh, my freshman football coach, who I believe I've spoken about here, uh, John Hurley, he used to have us run the 34 dive, which was the fullback right up the middle, uh, right, you know, right on the right side of the quarterback. And he'd say, we're going to run the 34 dive. And if we get three or four yards of carry, we're going to keep running the 34 dive. And he had... I don't know. We had maybe five to seven plays in our playbook. It was something really tiny. Maybe it was more than that. But he was all about execution. He was all about being repetitive, being detail-oriented, being uh, more conditioned than our opponents, being disciplined, uh, having a team aspect, which Acacia Walker is really big with. And and we really did well. We were undefeated that freshman year, and we were smaller than a lot of our opponents. And it was just this, just hitting on the same thing over and over and over and not changing or veering away from that if it was working. And I think that is something for all of you to think about. If you've been listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you for being here. And I, I love hearing stories of of how people came to the podcast and what they're getting from it. So really, if you could email us, info at 10,000nos.com, that's info at 10000nos.com. Let me know how you heard about this originally. What was it? Did somebody tell you? Did you find it? Did you, did you Google it? Did you read an article about it? I'd love to know that. I'd also love to know what it is that you specifically are getting out of 10,000 No's and why you keep coming back or why you share it with your friends. The more I know that, the more I can gear it toward helping in some way. But we're talking about this this repetitive nature and i think what what happens is if you listen to enough different stories sometimes we're thick-headed and we can hear something and we hear it and we maybe agree with it and it still doesn't really sink into the level of actually doing it and applying it in our life and that's why Getting it from these different angles, I think, is so important. Something is a dime is going to drop when one person says something, and maybe you're not going to relate to another person, or maybe I'm going to say something that's going to hit with you and and hopefully let you look at whatever challenges you have right now that are facing you and say, okay, all right, I can figure this out somehow. Someone else went through this. I'm going to figure this out. And if you look at the themes in these quotes, hard work, never give up, be good, um, you, you know, uh, uh, we are meant to thrive. Don't give up. Just think about these as we head toward the holidays. We've got, you know, Thanksgiving has just passed. We've got Christmas coming up. Typically this time of year is, you know, suicide rates go up, drinking goes up. People feel alone. People feel like they're, they have to provide gifts and spend money and there's Christmas parties and that means going out and getting clothes and all this stuff. And sometimes it can be overwhelming and you feel like you're the only one. So I think particularly at this time of year, I, I just want to do my part to help fire you up, get you through the end of this year. Uh, we're going to have some great guests coming up, but right now it's just 
the mindset of how you're going to go and just really being grateful for what you have and and trying not to focus on oh maybe it's going to it's going to be more expensive it's going to be you know you're going to be around family maybe and there are a lot of complications with that um i think that this time of year is really tricky for people i think you're coming to the end of a year you're assessing things if it didn't go as well as you hoped maybe that's something that's on your mind and you're you're not feeling great about it uh I know in in our area, Southern California, and now not Northern California as well, there are these fires. So people have some people's lives have been devastated and overturned, and obviously that's going to be something bigger than I can even address here. Um, you, you know, that's just it's a, a terrible disaster. Anybody who's involved in any of these crazy shootings. Um, so I'm not claiming to have the answers, but I am hoping that in some small way, 10,000 no's can contribute to you feeling like, okay, look, uh, I'm dealing with whatever it is I'm dealing with, but I'm going to get through this and I'm going to go into 2019 strong. And one of the things is reminding yourself when you say, you know, I have to go get gifts. I, I, I have to go shopping. I have to get the house ready. Turning that I have to into I get to. I think that subtle shift in verbiage, I have to, to I get to, is um, it's something that I got from a past guest, Traver Boehm. You should probably check out that interview. He was a fascinating guy. Um, but he he talks about that, I get to. Because think about it, the alternative to I have to go get gifts. It's I get to go get gifts because I have people in my life that I love and that I'm you know, providing for, or they're exchanging with me and I'm a part of something. And yeah, maybe it's a challenge, but it's also, it's a real privilege. And I think if we look at anything that way, you know, I have to go to work. Yeah. That might be difficult in some cases, more difficult than other times, but not everybody has a job. Uh, I mean, you know, myself included as an actor, there are a lot of times during the year when I am unemployed and it's not pretty, you know, it's not, it's not somewhere that you want to be. So if you have that job and you're going, man, maybe you're listening to this right now on your commute to work and you're thinking, man, I got, I got to go there. I have to like put up with this guy or that guy or this woman or whatever it might be. And try to flip it around as much as you can. Flip it around and realize how fortunate you are to be doing whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and I, I, I think that if you focus on this right now, I think there's no reason you can't shoot into 2019 like you're shot out of a cannon. And that's what we want. That's what we want to do. You know, you want to come in, you want to kind of use the end of the year to celebrate everything that you've, you've, you've been through, uh, celebrate the time together with family and start to reflect on maybe where you're looking to go next year. What are some of the things that you want to do? What are some of the, you know, kind of look back and assess where where you've been, how it's gone. Maybe you had some things that you wanted to do heading into 2018, and maybe you've done some of them. Maybe you've exceeded your goals. Maybe you haven't reached your goals, or you seem like you were on track, and then something knocked you off, and you want to remind yourself to get back to it. Or maybe you didn't have the courage to go do something that early in 2018, you said, I'm going to do this this year. And 
for whatever reason, and nobody else has to know it except for you, but you go look in the mirror and ask yourself, did I do that thing that I told everybody I was going to do? Or more importantly, did I do that thing I told myself I was going to do? And, you know, that brings something up, which is accountability. And it's something big that a lot of mentors that I've, I've now have around me, you know, you hear me talk all the time about uh, Craig Ballantyne, who's is a guy who's really kind of honed my time management and my productivity. And he is really big. Bedros Koulian, Jay Faruja, all these guys I've, I've mentioned a lot. They are really big with accountability. And it's something that I have noticed just from this podcast. You know, here I am on a microphone, spouting this stuff out to whoever may be listening. I got an email from someone in Australia. So that's, you know, you don't know where they're listening and I'm spouting all this stuff. And it's a way for me to hold myself accountable because I'm going to look like a real jackass if I'm saying stuff here and then I don't follow through with it. And we all know life happens and sometimes things won't happen in the time frame that we think they're going to happen or that we plan for things come up and that's okay. We have to adjust to those things. But by putting it out there into the universe, you're, you're holding yourself to a standard where, you know, people are looking at you going, Hey, you're, you're speaking, you're saying all these things. Are you doing them? And it forces you to uh, to not want to be a hypocrite about it and and to live up to your highest aspirations. So it's scary, you know, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I did this last year. Uh, you know, I recently went to one of Craig Ballantyne's events in San Diego. And the previous year, he had asked me to speak there. And um I got up on the stage and I spoke. I spoke about perseverance. I spoke about some of the lessons I've learned here with this podcast and some of the themes uh, my parents instilled in me. My my dad used to have this thing, failure is just opportunity in disguise. I talked about that. I talked about, you know, how I got the Sopranos job back when I was 30, but it was a, there was an audition previous to that a couple of months before that I got really close on and I didn't get and how if I hadn't you know, been dinged from that one, I never would have been available for The Sopranos. So I spoke about that. And at that same event, he had us do this, this like 90 day um, action plan. And the idea was you were going to write down something that you wanted to do, that you wanted to get accomplished within 90 days. And you were going to come up with people that you were kind of scared of, you know, you were going to tell them, I'm going to deliver this thing to you, or I'm going to get to this spot by 90 days from now. And then you kind of retrofit or or what's the word uh, reverse engineered it so you'd you'd back it out so to say okay well if that's 90 days what do i have to do in the first 30 days what do i have to do in the first 2 weeks the first week the first day what do i have to do in the next 24 hours you know and i had um a script at that time that had, had dated back to 2012 in my computer and it was I had over the the years, the, la, the the years between then and I guess this was 2017, I had noodled on this idea. I had switched it around, swapped it around, thought of different things. But the the character always stuck with me. This guy, Mickey Brash, who was a motivational speaker, 
who really needed to take his own advice. And it, it kind of, I had done a, a guest spot on CSI with Ted Danson, and I was playing this kind of Tony Robbins kind of guy who was, you know, a billionaire and he had killed someone on the property, on the grounds. I think I had, uh, I had, I had, um, drowned them in a mud bath on my grounds, something like that. So it was a little, you know, maybe ridiculous, some of it, but the, the gist of that character I liked. And so I started noodling on this idea and I had all these iterations of it, but I, I had not followed through and something in me, I wasn't planning it, said, I'm going to have a first draft of this screenplay 90 days from now, which was like February 9th. And I said, I'm going to have to show it to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell this to Chris Messina and Bedros Koulian, two people that I respect. And I don't want to tell them something that I'm not going to follow through on. And I just forced myself to write. And I ended up because of that, because I made myself accountable, I delivered and I delivered. And yet, you know, I'm talking about getting knocked off your time frame. Uh, when I showed it to Chris and we went through it, he basically tore it down to the studs. And I really respect his opinion on story and character. And we've known each other forever. And I agreed with a lot of his views. And basically, I, I changed it very much from that first draft. So I redid it. And then I gave them another date that I was going to hit. And I did the first draft. And then I got huge in France over the summer. So I, I got, I wasn't writing for that period. Then I gave myself the second draft date and now I'm in the third draft. And by the end of January, I want to deliver the third draft, which my goal is to have that ready to uh, bring to people with money and to get this thing done. My point is it wasn't like a magic pill. You know, I said 90 days, I worked on it. I still didn't have the script that eventually is going to be the movie 90 days after, but put it out there for yourself. And I want you to do that as you, as you go toward 2019, when you get to the beginning of 2019, I want you to take a couple of days before the new year to start really thinking and more than a couple of days, but if it's a minimum of a couple of days, and if it's, even if it's just one day where you tell your family, you got to go off on your own and you go to a, I don't care, go to a Starbucks or go on a walk and take a journal with you, you know, take a journal because you can write it down and you could be accountable to yourself at least, but really kind of clear your mind and think like, what is it that if I were to do this and I were to get this done, I'd feel, okay, good. It's not going to solve all your problems. I mean, you know, you've heard too many people on this podcast talk about how they thought accomplishments we're going to solve their problems. They don't. You will have new problems. You will have new challenges. That's fine. But what is something that you're thinking of, that you really want to contribute to the world, that you feel like, you know what? I, I've always had this. People always tell me I'm this way or I'm that way or I make them feel a certain way or I'm really good with numbers or I'm really good with logistics or I can sing, I got a great voice or I'm really funny. Whatever it is, something that sticks with you, just that's my challenge. That's my challenge is just take a chance. Just go for it. Who cares? You know, and you've heard me say this before. Who cares? You're going to fall on your face, whatever. And even if you do it, let's say you do it the best way it could be done, you're still going to be you with all of your issues and all of your things and the people around you and your life and the challenges that will, you know, um, 
that will irk you and whatever it may be. But maybe you've just done one more thing that makes you feel a little bit more whole or a little bit more like you're serving more people, you're giving your gift away in some way. And I, I just, I want you to think about that as you're, as you're heading into December. And, um, you know, regarding this podcast, I've got some, some great people lined up next week. I've got, uh, I got Jimmy Jam, who is a music producer, record producer. He's got a, uh, he and his producing partner, Terry Lewis have a star on the walk of fame. Uh, I went out to their huge warehouse and there were platinum albums and gold albums and all that stuff, uh, all over the place. They had number one hits with Janet Jackson. They put her on the map. He tells me stories of working with Prince, playing with Prince, um, having Michael Jackson in the booth. Incredible stories. And I've really had a a hard time deciding how I wanted to present it to you guys because we spoke for over two hours and he was so generous with his time and his thoughts and his experiences that we rambled a little bit. And I thought, oh, do I have to, you know, while I was sitting there, I'm thinking, God, I I just don't want to stop him from wherever he's going because all of it is gold. And then I had the other side of me going, oh, do people want to listen for two hours? And and so I've kind of gone back and forth of how much I want to hone it and make it a, a tight version and how much I want to let you just hear as though you are a fly on the wall and let you hear where the conversation went because he has so many things to offer. Um, they're really great. And then we then we actually stopped recording and hung out for another hour and a half. And he was just, I said, this might be just as good as the podcast. He gave me so many uh, gems of wisdom. Um, and, and then I've got John Gordon after that, who's a best-selling author and a motivational speaker and just a great guy. We really hit it off. He played lacrosse at Cornell. And um, I was introduced to him through a guy that I played lacrosse with at Boston College. Really great guy. I think you're going to love that. Um, After that, I have Jessica Blank, who, along with her husband, wrote uh, The Exonerated, which is a really big deal. When I was in New York, um, I saw it in the early 2000s. It was transcripts from people that were on death row that were exonerated and you know falsely accused. And uh, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon got involved with it and got behind it, and it became a, a major motion picture. And all of these celebrities were involved, and actors were were doing different uh, different readings of it um, down in the villages where I saw it. I'm not sure if it was ever on Broadway, but she is really great with story structure and she coaches writers. They are still writing themselves. They're, they're making movies, making plays, documentary plays. Um, anybody who is a creative, you know, really anybody, I don't care what you do because story is so important for everyone. Uh, she, Jessica Blank was really great. Um, fascinating to hear her talk about story. And I think anyone can use that, you know, if with, you have to craft your story to the world. If you are an entrepreneur, you have to be thinking about how you're presenting yourself and your product and all of that. And then I've got uh, Jesse Bradford, who is a pastor up in Seattle, but he was a uh, a pro soccer player and uh, he was an atheist as a kid. He did not believe in God and he went to Dartmouth and he ended up kind of 
finding God and he got really sick. He almost died. And, um, and then he ended up becoming a pastor and had no idea he was going to. And he was, he was really great to talk to about faith. And now he was talking about it in a, in a religious and spiritual sense, but, uh, you know, I think faith, I don't know the religious beliefs of, um, of anybody, uh, you know, that's listening. I'm not sure where you are with that, but I think faith is a real central theme in 10,000 knows. I think everyone who has come on and, and spoken uh, with me, that they are in some way in a field that has really long odds, or they were dealt a a diagnosis that had really long odds or my friend Matt Long who was hit by a bus and and given really long odds to live and all of those guests they just had to have faith and so Jesse Bradford I'm putting him he'll be released on December 21st I thought that was kind of apropos with uh Christmas and and uh, and with just the holidays in general and this kind of new year coming in and, and rebirth and all that idea, um, that, that just to whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, I spoke a little while ago about looking into the new year and, and, and setting out intentions and, and being accountable. It involves faith because the truth is for all of us, we just don't know what's around the corner for us, good or bad. We really, really don't. And I want to be transparent about that because I don't want to sit here, you know, I don't know where, what it is you're doing as you're listening, but I don't want to say like, yeah, yeah, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be great. Like, I don't know what's in store for you in the next minute, hour, week, month, year, decade. I don't know. I don't know what's in store for me. That's the truth. I don't know. So it takes a certain amount of faith. And it can't just be blind faith. You know, you're not just sitting on your couch having faith. You know, it has to be backed by action. It has to be backed by strategy it has to be backed by a ton of hard work. It has to be backed by wise advisors that you trust, who you can bounce things off of and go, yeah, that's a good idea. That might not be such a good idea. Trust me, I, I certainly need that. I am an idea machine to the point where my friends and trusted colleagues have to like rein me in and say, no, that's too far over there. That's too far over there. You got to focus. You got to stay honed in and laser focused. So you need that. But it requires faith. So think about that. Really allow yourself to let that faith grow within you. And it only grows when you are doing the things that you can control. You know, we've talked about habits, whether it's work habits or how you treat people habits or um, those, those habits and keeping yourself accountable to yourself 
will increase your confidence because you can trust yourself. You can't trust what's coming around the corner necessarily, but you can trust yourself that I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And that will help you to deal with those uncertainties as they inevitably approach you or you approach them as you go around the corner. So that's it for right now. Um, I do want to remind you, please email me and let me know how you heard about the podcast in the beginning. You know, did you, I I just, I, it really would help me. Um, Also, if you don't really want to do that and you just want to be on the mailing list, we are starting a mailing list. I'm not going to bug you with this, but I will, in addition to just promoting this on social media, I'd like to have an email newsletter that just reminds you of who's coming up because a lot of people have said, oh, sometimes it gets buried when you put it on Instagram or or Facebook or Twitter. You know, you kind of randomly see those things. So I just want it. Look, I don't care. You can delete it when it gets into your inbox if you want, but I'd love for you to at least see, oh, he's having so-and-so on. He's having this person, that person, because, you know, the first 10 may not resonate with you and then one of them is going to, and then and then there you go. Or hopefully every week you'll be eagerly anticipating who we're going to have on and you're going to be reminded and you're going to tune in and, uh, and you're going to like it and you're going to tell your, your friends and your family and you're going to post it on social media. And um, that's the goal for us. We've now, it started out as just me and now it's this, this team of young people that believe in what I was originally doing on my own here at 10,000 knows with the help of James Ede, my editor, who's great in the UK. Uh, shout out to James, who I've never actually met, just emailed and voice memoed with. But um, now it's a group of people who are behind this thing. And we are vigilant on making sure that it's not just a podcast that you can listen to and go, oh, yeah, that was cool. And then forget about it. Uh, we have plans to do a Facebook group for people to have a community to discuss these themes and share their victories and their defeats and look for help from each other, a community where you guys can actually interact with each other and and build upon some of these things. So it's not just cocktail talk, as my brother would say. You know, I want you, it, my goal, you know, I'll be happy If you guys are not only listening to this, but you're actually taking these principles, applying them, and then emailing me or being involved in that group and telling people like, this is what I learned. This is what I heard. Here's how I applied it. Boom. So in addition to telling me how you heard about the podcast, if you happen to have had some kind of victory or some kind of uh, growth or aha moment as a result of any of these conversations. If you could please share those with me, let me know if I could also share them on social media as kind of not testimonials, but just, you know, witnesses to what's happening here, because that's, in my opinion, the best way to grow this more. It's already quadruple that to grow it more though, is not for me to tell people, oh yeah, you got to listen to this. It's for you guys to be going, look, I listened to it and I did this, this, and this, you know, this past year, I had no idea I would ever do that, but I was so inspired that I did that. Uh, That would make us feel really good here. So we appreciate if you do that. If you haven't left, 
an iTunes review. Uh, really appreciate that as well because that increases our visibility on iTunes and that that helps the whole the whole cause. And um, that's it. I am going to leave you with those quotes again so you can hear them. There'll be a little outro and that's it. And we will see you next week for Jimmy Jam. And also don't forget, we've got these little Monday morsels every Monday. They're only about uh, five minutes, somewhere around there, little riffs. So uh, just take those little nuggets. And if you're sharing the show with um, with someone, maybe you just want to give them that so they can get a taste of it and say, yeah, this guy's cool or eh, nope, don't want to go with this guy. All right. Thank you so much. Just be a good human being to everyone around you. And what you give to this world, you'll get in return. And I sort of preach that to my kids, you know, in terms of smaller things like what you do on a day-to-day basis. Like, are you out there playing to score goals? Are you out there looking to make somebody else look good? Are you trying to get the accolades? Are you trying for the team win? There's no nothing that's worth it doesn't take forever. And I don't know anybody that I admire, whether they're extreme winners like Michael Jordan or they're, you know, even chess prodigies. I don't know anybody I admire who doesn't, who doesn't work, who, who didn't put in those hours of deliberate and deep practice. Don't ever give up. I mean, life can be better and you are meant to thrive. And these illnesses are not your destiny, like these cancer and autoimmune. It's not your destiny. Thanks again for listening to 10,000 Knows. We realize there are tons of great podcasts out there and we truly appreciate you sitting down with us. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so on the Apple Podcasts app for iTunes or on Spotify. If you like what you heard today, we'd love it if you took a minute to give us a five-star rating and a short review, as well as just telling your friends and family about us. We aim to give you the best free content possible, so if you have suggestions, requests, comments, anything, please email us at info at 10,000nos.com. That's info at 10000nos.com to let us know what would make your listening experience better. See you next week.